Hey, you're drinking house coffee, unfiltered conversations brewed at the intersection of real estate life and coffee shop service. We're Maggie and Rich, local business owners and friends sharing stories and welcoming you to pull up a chair with us. The door's always open. Let us pour you a cup. Hi, Maggie. Hey, Rich. Welcome to House Coffee Podcast. Episode 15. Amazing. What do you think of our new table? It's it's a nice surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, as I said before, it feels conferency yet homey. That's sort of what I was going because for. Because of the decor, but also this like cafeteria top vibe <laughs> with the rubber side. I like it. No, I really do like it. Uh, okay. It fits in here. Well, it literally fits in here yeah. nicely. There's no table legs to play with. Yep. And, um, and it looks good. Our last table was Thanks. square with four legs, and it was a squeeze trying to get in and out of the table and um, still be in the video frame. And now this is a round table with a pedestal base and... It's just a little bit more roomy. Yeah, plus in any, the leg region. That's right, and yeah, I was gonna say anytime we would hit the table leg, yeah. on the other one, the clock numbers would fall Move. down and shift. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you have to see the video to know what we talk or yep. what we mean when we say that. Yeah, this was a literal steal on Facebook Marketplace. A st- no, you didn't steal it. I didn't did steal it. No, I didn't. But it was priced to sell. It was priced to sell. Yeah, price, price to move. It was one of those things well, where it was kind of meant to be because the the lady had two tables listed. One was brown and one was this like grayish one, which kind of looked white in the photos. I was hoping it was this white. One. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that other one has sold. And she's like, but I have a brown one still. And I was like, mm, no, thanks. And then she messaged me the next day and was like, the other person fell through. Do you still want the table? Classic. And I was like, yes, I do. I'll be right there. <laughs> Nice. And it fit in my car with like literally a millimeter to spare. Literally a millimeter. There were feet on the bottom of this pedestal, like the kind that you can like screw to make it um, even. So the table, I had to take those off in order for them to fit in my car. And I measured the width and height of my back door, like my trunk. I think the width is like 36 and a half and this table is 36 inches. <laughs> so it, it, well done. It, it was a squeeze. Yeah. Well, good job. Thank you. I have uh, no complaints about it. <laughs> cool. I guess um, we're starting with... Yeah, how's your week been? Oh, we're starting with that. Uh, it's good. It's... Um, not a lot has happened yet. All right, that's good. Except for all the things I had to pack in on Monday, <laughs> like I usually do. Yeah, I don't know, pretty pretty all right. Still trying to get the hang of all the new stuff that I have going on that I'm responsible for. It's a lot for one day or even two days, which are the two days as I've already not complained, but already said and talked through all the different things I have to do. Are you going to be sharing some of that cool um, insight with us today. Yeah, are you gonna pull back the curtain a little might bit more. Be the day, I'll see how I'm feeling. Okay, probably. All right, the tell-all. Yeah, the exclusive. The pull up a chair moment. All right, that's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> we did get some really exciting feedback. You know, we have this email. House Coffee Podcast at Gmail. That Maggie um, has mentioned every episode. Yes. <laughs> except, uh, yeah. and no one has emailed us except we did get some really cool feedback this week. Well, last week. And we want to share it because number one, we love feedback. And number two, I feel like this could benefit when people leave feedback, it's it's not just us going back and forth, sharing our opinions. It, it gives our audience a wider perspective. So those of you listening at home, if, if you feel like you have something to just share, don't be shy about sharing it because you never know how it can impact somebody else 
who's listening if we share it. Yeah, this one was cool because it's it's a it's them, and they probably wouldn't mind us saying their name, but we also didn't like check in on that, and maybe we will in the future. So we'll just give you the content without the identity. Uh, but they basically were talking about a bunch of different things that we have talked about over the weeks. In fact, they had said that they specifically. They had said that they've listened to each episode of the podcast. I love that. Um, this particular person, I was talking to them in person several weeks ago, and we were talking about whether podcasts exist on Audible. And I was like, I've never heard of that, but that's where they listen. So if that's you're into cool. Audible, this is not a commercial. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot get 10% off with our discount code yet. yet. But uh, <laughs> um that is where they're finding us. But yeah, I have it actually up. Were you going to get it in front of you or did you just have some notes on it? Uh, no, I'm I'm depending on your... Oh, um, boy. We record our episodes on video format too. And my phone is the phone used for video. So I can't access it right now. So you're up. <laughs> okay, great. Well, um, let's see. Skimming through... They had talked about. Um, they they shared one particular line about their taxes that I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, well, they were relating to the self-employed gotcha. deal. So this person's spouse is self-employed and has been so for 23 years. And so they were saying, I want to encourage you both to stay the course because it's a challenge thing thing. But a great thing. And so, uh, let's see. And um, this person is spiritual, so they were adding notes just about how, like, this is, these are ways that they see, like, God providing for them with the different... I mean, because self-employment is... Challenging. Gnarly. <laughs> and so uh, you don't always know how that is going to work out or where the money is going to come from sometimes. And so they were just talking about how a lot of the moments were special in terms of how certain times like things were covered. Um, and specifically, they talked about flipping houses, which this was an interesting case. This was an interesting like case study on that because I'm like, who flips houses? You know, yeah. who, who are the crazies that do that? And then if you knew this person, you wouldn't be like, oh, they are someone who I would have pegged for that like lifestyle. Now, I don't know their family situation or or the spouse, but um, but you wouldn't look at this person and say, oh, you're like, you're like a major house flipper. But literally, they talked about doing it three different flips over the course of six or seven years. Cool. And owning a few rental properties. So Good for them. I'm like, I'm like, that's something... Yeah, that's a, that's a good. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad that yeah. has worked out, um, presumably. And then they were talking about how um, the how I and I was saying how I said this. In, I don't know. I don't remember which episode it was. Several back. Just talking about how some of the ways you fudge it sometimes it, are like taking tax payments, like like paying my staff their their check, but then the payroll taxes, paying those, you know, later on. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about doing, a, playing a similar game with like, when you're self-employed, you pay like quarterly estimated mm -hmm. taxes so that it's not all due at one time. And then they were saying how they'll do that. Uh, so we're, you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, just doing the, just playing that maybe game. Maybe other and like, people out there aren't alone either. That's right. Yeah. Doing so that. it's not just us. It's, it's not, not just me. Just, yeah. It's not just you. <laughs> you maybe, you've never done that. Doesn't sound no, like. No, I, I haven't done that. But, <laughs> but, but you have different taxes. But, but the caveat of why I haven't done that is because um, Brandon is like almost obsessive about like numbers and taxes. And if, if it were just up to me, yes, I'd probably do that. <laughs> I got Truly. It. It, yeah. You know, I'd be like fudging numbers and all this stuff and not paying taxes. But 
Um, I think I told you before in a, in a previous episode that I have this spreadsheet that Brandon completely customized and invented for me specifically for my um, to keep track of my numbers. And so every time I have a closing, it's like the name of the person, whether they were a buyer or a seller, what the commission was, what if they were a referral from another agent or from within the company or they were like a referral from my um, my own circle. And then e- there's each tab is like I put away um, 30% for my taxes. I put away 10%, which I give to charity. And then I, I do um, the remainder as like... Um, like investments into like a little savings. And then like we um, put that, put like the remainder in my um, business account. And then we like disperse that to our personal finances. And, but like the amount that I am paid as a commission is also split with my broker. So I have a specific split with her. And so like he also has, he takes into account for every percentage of of the you know total amount along the way so i know what i'm left with and then you can look at each column like based upon which column you select i can see like what my total sales volume is for the year in in terms of like units for the house houses i've sold or what my total net income is, what my total gross income is. And um, it's amazing. I would never be able to do that for myself. I would probably just be throwing spaghetti at the wall and like seeing what sticks at the end of each quarter (laughs) and probably not paying my taxes enough or in time. (laughs) Right. Wow. That's incredible. That is, um, that sounds like a very helpful proprietary product that um, mm-hmm. you can now enroll in our course and yes. uh, we'll send it to you free. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally kidding. Yeah, but that, for, and it can be yours for $9.99. That's amazing. download. That is, so, the, funny enough, Not to, I'm, I'm not going to get off on a tangent here, but like that is exactly what like you have to do in business to make it, to know you to know your numbers. You yeah. have to know your numbers. So you're saying that if Brandon wasn't helping you out, you would have a harder time. I wouldn't know my numbers yeah. at all, period. Yeah. That's funny. And not funny. It's just like, yeah, that's it's easy to take for granted how I I avoid money. The numbers work. We've talked about this before. I'm very much like not to get into it, but like growing up without having a lot of resources available to me as a kid, like, and seeing the way, like, my family was around money, like, that as a kid that, like, impacted me. And so I've always avoided money in terms, like, even, even though I make enough money, I still avoid it. Yeah. My therapist and I talk about it sometimes. <laughs> Got it. Because it's like, it's, it's like a real thing. Yeah. Like, you can... You can go your whole life being incredibly, like living on the poverty line, which is what I did as a kid, and then be an adult and make six figures and still feel like you're living on the poverty line if you have that mindset. True. It's a, it's a weird thing, which is why I avoid my numbers. Yeah. Because I don't want to, like, there's, like, anxious thoughts associated with them, even though, like, I'm doing fine. I just don't like to face the numbers. Yeah, well. It's not a game to me. I don't like to face them. It's a nightmare. I I don't like to face them for a different reason. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is that where your like thriftiness? I don't know if we've gotten into this and stuff like yes. that. Yes, Joe but and now I. Now you've turned doing... it into a business, and yeah. like you can make money from it. But Joe and I were literally just talking about this yesterday. Yeah, he was like, he he's he flips things on Facebook, so he'll buy things and like keep them in the box, and then flip them for like he'll he'll know something is going to be like trendy, and someone's going to want it, 
and then he'll buy it really cheap and then flip it for a couple hundred dollars. And he, he really likes that. Whereas because of how I grew up, I, I buy things cheap because I can't like see myself spending retail price on something that I know I can get for less. Yeah. The insights. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. I'm happy you have that. It's the same kind of stuff I'm starting to think through with like, what are your target numbers in a cafe yeah. business? And, and I've, I, I love that. Um, he, <laughs> Brandon built that like calculator and that's yeah. for you. Cause I've been getting into that kind of thing myself of like, all right, I'm going to build this little, this little, um, thing. So when you plug in this, you know, your weekly sale number here breaks down all these percentages mm-hmm. to what you should have had. And then it calculates it based on like what, um, your reality is. And here's the percentage difference. And like, yeah, you can really nerd out with that kind of stuff For if sure. you know it. And I actually don't really know it, but Brandon probably could do a lot more. Oh <laughs> with yeah. The kind he, of thing I'm, uh, part of I'm his job in. is creating pivot tables for. Oh yeah. Pivot tables. Totally. Don't even know, like didn't even know what that was, but like most people only use about 1% of Excel, you know, like function, like, like fun- functionality. the functionality yeah. of Excel. I use point oh oh oh. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but Brandon probably utilizes like, Oh, like, I don't, I don't even know, like 90% of what Excel can be capable of. And one of those things is called a pivot table where you create- I feel like I've heard of that, but I honestly don't know. formula where you just literally create a formula in a column and it, like you punch in a number and it can give you an output based upon the input. Don't ask me anymore details about that because I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm like secretly creating pivot tables. Pivot tables. <laughs> What's a pivot What's table? A pivot table? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I also received some uh, feedback in, in over the phone. My brother called me and he, out of the blue, which was such a cool surprise. His name is Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. And he called me out of the blue and we were chit-chatting and he told me that he had just finished listening to the episode about the Enneagram. I believe that's what he, what he said. And if I'm wrong, it's okay. He was like, he was like episode like seven or something like that. Yeah. And maybe it was a little further in. You mean you don't remember what every episode <laughs> no, ever I corresponds to in terms well, of its what's what's topic? episode seven? Can you look that up real quick? Because he, I do, I do remember it being like episode seven, but I don't remember what that one was called. But what he said was on it in in that episode, he felt like we were just beginning to hit our stride in terms of like the banter and like the like show chemistry and everything. And so I just thought that was really cool how he noticed Five star experience. Five star experiences. Yes. That's the one that it was. Yes. It was he five star. He had a five star listening experience. Yes. He had a five star listening experience. And, and so can you. Subscribe to House Podcast. Yes. So yes, that's what it was. And he said he really enjoyed listening to the five star experiences and how we, he just felt like, you know, the show was like starting to fit, fit its groove. So I appreciate that. Jonathan, please leave us a review about that on our <laughs> our Apple podcast or Spotify, wherever you listen, okay? I'm calling you out. fishing for... <laughs> <laughs> for I can say that because reviews. he's my brother. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Well, yeah. I just discovered I was not following us on Spotify, but don't wow. worry, I have rectified wow. the situation. We're also categorized as self-help on here. Oh, really? I don't know who um, makes that call, but huh? I wouldn't, I wouldn't call us that. I would not. You probably won't be able to help yourself too no. much with our definitely <laughs> not our insights. But no, do not. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be underestimating. Uh, so, anyways. So, anyways. Speaking about scarcity mindset. Thanks, um, our friend who emailed us. Yeah. Can I share another story? 
I think that you can. Okay. I um, yeah, I'm just going. I'm just oh. making sure we covered everything from the email, but I think we did. I think the, we did. the end was just some like nice words about storied and because that's where we know uh, this friend from, and they were just talking about that. So thanks for that email. You yeah. know who you are. Totally. All right, word. So speaking of scarcity mindset, I bit the bullet on my Verizon phone plan. So I have this phone plan that I've been grandfathered into. And this phone plan is, I only have five gigabytes of data to use per month. Five gigs per month. Yeah. And I, every month, use 4.99 gigabytes of data (laughs) because I'm like, right now, it's the day before, right today is the day before my um, new plan cycle starts. And um, (laughs) so, and then if, if I go over my data plan, which often I do, Verizon only gives me one more gig of data, but they charge me $15 to do it, which is a crime. But you know what? I'm stubborn. Shaking my head. And I think each month I'll do better and I will use less data and I will only use my phone where I have Wi-Fi and save my data for when I need it. But that's just just not the reality of the the life that we are in right now. And my phone, I use my phone for my job. I use it to navigate. I use it to look up properties and make floor plans and all these different things, which I need to do my job. And sometimes I'll even need to, like one time, oh, this is such, like, I I was working with a client who was relocating from out of state and they had their home inspection and they asked me if they could FaceTime me during the home inspection and this house was vacant so there was no Wi-Fi at the house so I would have to use my data plan to FaceTime them and that I knew was going to eat up like all of my data for the month so I I borrowed Brandon's phone and I used Brandon's phone as a hotspot nice. <laughs> so I could FaceTime my clients for the whole inspection. But like, what an inconvenience for Brandon. What a, what a like, you know, worry for me that I just don't, I shouldn't be worried about that. I should just get a plan with unlimited data. And so, I, but I'm stubborn and I'm like, no, I need to save the money because if, if I, I'm in this like old plan and if I, change the plan, I'm going to be paying more money. But what I realized is what I'm exchanging for saving a little bit of money is I'm paying in the worry and stress about my phone plan every month. And that's just something I shouldn't be worried about as a business owner. I should just be able to use my phone when I need to use my phone because it's part of my business. So what did I do? I called the Verizon line and after it was all said and done, they upgraded me to an unlimited plan and guess how much more per month I'm spending? I hope it's zero. Five dollars. <laughs> Five freaking dollars uh-huh. a month more for unlimited data and zero worry now that I'm going to be going over my plan. And like what like what was I stressed out about all these months and years of just like paying I don't know what, I just, I feel so silly. So the the lesson in this for me is it's worth it to spend a little bit more money because remember how I said if I went over my data, I was charged $15 and that that happened pretty often. Right. I'm actually saving money now by switching to an unlimited data plan. So the lesson learned is like if, if there's something out there that you're debating spending the money on like a program or a plan or something, but you're worried about spending the money. 
just freaking do it. If you, <laughs> if it's going to make your life easier and you're, you're, you're paying for it one way or the other, you're paying for it with your finances or you're paying for it with your time or you're paying for it with your stress. And to me, those are all precious commodities, but you have to weigh the difference between like, what is the most important? And for me, my time and mental sanity is more important than five more dollars per month. Right? That's dope. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I did use my calculator wash and break that down just now, and it is about 17 cents a day. So, I mean, it's not nothing, but like, but you're probably right, the perspective. Pinching pennies. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm happy for you. So, that is uh, silly, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did you know it was going to be just $5? No. Like you had to look into that. So it was more like the stress of the thought of getting yes, into it. Yes, Did you think you'd have to end up paying like a lot more? Yes. If you were to go in that direction? Yes. Hmm. But I, but like at the end of the day, even if it was $15 a month added to my plan, like. Is the stress like saving the That's still what I pay it? when I go over my data. Right. So I'm paying that anyways, like sometimes. So. Gotcha. I'm just. Someone who hates like paying more for something when I when I'm like when I know what something is gonna cost. Yeah. So today is the last day of my billing cycle and I have four percent left of my data. <laughs> and I intend on not using my phone like at all anywhere unless I'm in Wi-Fi. So nobody send me any photos. <laughs> nobody send me any videos. Don't tell me to look up a property when I'm out and about because I can't because I will go over my data until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow send her everything, everything. that you need, to, you need to get through. But that's often that's why. So funny. And like, <clears throat> not to keep belaboring this because I think people get the point, but that's also why when I do, you know how I do like my meals in the car with Maggie mm -hmm. posts or like I'll do like photos and videos in my car. I don't publish, I don't publish those in real time because I don't want to waste the, my data uploading them when I don't have Wi-Fi. So I will like record a video and wait till I get to a destination with Wi-Fi and then upload it. But you know what happens half the time? I don't upload it yeah. because I get too involved and then like it becomes the end of the night and I'm like why am I why would I post a meals video at like nine o'clock at night when I recorded this at 10 a.m this morning so that's the other thing is like now I'm gonna be able to be posting more regularly scheduled content that I want to so look out world here yeah. I come well, hopefully that doesn't become more stress added to your life because now you're like trying to keep up with this thing because you have the no the boundary of it. But I just I, think it's the freedom gonna... to do it rather. But I think you probably would probably be uh, less burdened by right that. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll have to like only listen to music that's downloaded to my phone. I can't stream music. That's the other thing. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Who There's knew? like all these things that like go into my mind because I'm like, I got to save my data. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I, I just take that for granted. I've been on Visible for um, a long time. That's, and a, that's a company? Yeah. Funny enough, now it's owned by Verizon. But Visible, um, when they came on the scene, they were all like, do party pay. And so you could, I think I told you about this. You know, it's $40 a month, but then if you get three people in your party, I don't think they do this anymore. They recently changed the program around. Um, but if you got three people in your party, then the bill went down $5 for each person in the party. And everyone paid their bill independently, so it wasn't like you had to collect all the money or something. So we just kept a, a, we just kept up the party. And, uh, and then so I was paying 25 a month for unlimited everything. For That's the, just the plan, the not for your several years. Yeah, and then you have to buy the phone separately. So I mean, I guess that's where like these big companies get you is they have stores that you can quote unquote walk into and get quote unquote yeah. service. And then um, the other thing is like you get the phone sort of integrated in the plan. But I don't know. I just buy my phone on credit anyway and do a yeah. payment plan outside of mm -hmm. Me too. Verizon. You know. So 
I don't know. It's been nice not stressing about that for the last several years, but I'm yeah. happy for you. Thank <laughs> I'm glad you. That, uh, glad that's something you were able to take care of. Yeah, I well, won't now, ask you what your total monthly bill is because well, it's probably n- still. Um, well, I own my phone now, so it, now I'm just paying. Like I paid off my phone. Yeah, but you pay big name service. I pay a big name right service. Right now, is yeah. it month to month or is it? Uh, yeah. Well, all right, I got that going for you. Yeah. I don't think that any of the big plans have a like contract. Contract plans. No. I mean, they're definitely the way of the past. Yeah. But I, they're probably still out there. Which I think is probably one of the reasons why I was so stubborn about keeping that plan because I think I was like, well, I'm not in a contract. But I don't know. Well, that's super old stoked. news now. Yeah. Right, for you. Not, not mad about that. But now I can do my marketing on the go. Yeah. And I don't have to... For better or worse. Yeah. Don't have to worry about saving it for certain times of the day. Well, you can still plan it out, right? And just do it more at your like leisure. You're, you, you can still do it in a planned, systematic way without mm-hmm. having to be so limited in how you do it. So now you have more freedom... To plan it how you want. Isn't that nice? Yeah, so nice. Presuming you're that kind of operator. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm learning to be. Yeah. Um, you know, something that isn't talked about that much, to my knowledge, but I think we should talk about more, is the value of things that can't be, uh, that can't be measured monetarily. Yes. I, when I was... When I was first getting into business and doing the coffee thing, there was someone that I got like that I heard on a podcast. I was I was deep into the Cat and Cloud podcast. You heard me talk about that uh, early on, and then in one of their very early episodes, they had this person on whose name is Lee Safar, and I believe she is from Australia and is just like deep in the coffee game. At the time, she was on the podcast because she has she had developed this product called Elixir Specialty Coffee. And we had that in the shop at the very beginning. It was like, is this cool thing? It's not even super worth talking about because you can't you can't get it anymore. We had it just at the beginning and she moved her she moved out of the country and I think back to Australia to pursue some different avenues. So I don't even know if she's producing that stuff anymore, but long story short, it was a cool product. It was basically like this coffee brewing process that you could, it was bottled at each hour through 24 hours of the process. And then each bottle was numbered. And so you could get the same coffee brewed through this different, through this unique process at hour one or hour 12 or hour 24 or anywhere in between. And you could kind of taste the same coffee and, and, uh, and compare it, and it was um, a really like light version. Like I, some people talk about it, like I don't know, watered down cold brew kind of I, was like the question, but it really didn't taste like that. It, it was a different vibe. Um, and then it was also there was also like music and like sound waves incorporated in the process too. So it was a little bit like interesting. Eh, no, but like you know, you didn't know exactly how that affected it. But the each like. Coffee would come with a card that had the um, the music that was played on it too. Uh, I actually love. <laughs> Do you remember that when I had that in the shop? It's just I these know, bottles. I, it was like the, eight bucks a bottle. The name sounds familiar, but I don't. In twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, it was cool. So I was the first person on the East Coast to have it, and I was pretty proud of that too. Nice. Because uh, I like specific. I was. Little, it, she's like the kind of person you would literally have to call on the phone and talk to and be like, "All right, it's like a vetting process almost." So I was just pretty proud of having that back then but anyway she was on that podcast and she had this thing this is the whole reason i brought this up nothing about coffee she would talk about how in business or in life there are some things that are like currencies that you can't measure monetarily they're they're currencies they have value but it's just a different kind of thing and um and i always took away from that like you can't like peace of mind is a currency. Yeah. And so she was like less concerned with getting this product into all the right kinds of, or she was like less concerned with like mass marketing and getting this thing into all these stores and more concerned with working with the right kind of people yeah. for her. Because peace of mind was something that you can't just, you, it doesn't just come with money. It's like peace of mind or 
or other things like your sense of uh, integrity or your values. Like these are things that have that you need to preserve and store up and spend in a way that that makes sense because but but it's not equivalent of of like of revenue hmm. in a traditional sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I've I've always kept that, that in the back of my me. mind. Like there's other things and so so you're talking about stress, you're talking about worry, you're talking about it's cool that you got this phone plan because now like it's five dollars more which with inflation priceless. isn't even worth that much. <laughs> but in another sense, it's totally priceless because what else is it worth? It's buying all these other things for you now. Yeah. Or, I mean, we'll find out, but like, so there's things that can't be measured with money that have to factor into the way we, we conduct business. And that has always been a compelling thought to me. Something I could probably unpack for a lot of minutes. And so mm-hmm. this is not me trying to get into that. This is simply me piggybacking on what you're yeah. doing, but but introducing this concept that I'd be interested to explore. The concept later of, on or hear from other people on. Of currency that's not money. Non-monetary currency in business. Writing that down. I'm not even sure, like, yeah. I'm not even sure how to talk exactly about that or phrase it, but peace of mind is probably the like the most specific one. You can't can you buy that? Can you put a price on that? I don't know. Or things you can't put a price on. Yeah. Yeah. So something to think about. We'll percolate on that. And yeah. uh, No pun intended? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll percolate on that and then see what we can dig up with that. Maybe I'll go back and listen to those those podcast episodes and get a refresher. Yeah, send them to me so I can, yeah. I can listen. So shout out to Lee. She actually has a, a, a podcast of her own. It's called The... Um, couple things map her, her company now or whatever i think it's a company it's called map it forward in well just map it forward uh but like map it forward in coffee so she's trying to help people get a bigger picture on like how you can have a career in coffee or coffee consulting and and things like that so yeah dude cool and then what else what are some things that you're doing at story lately well, I, uh, it's funny you talk about just biting the bullet and spending the money because we have never like paid for social media management or marketing too much, or at least we've definitely not spent wisely on that kind of stuff, stuff that's never really moved the needle. Probably I've just wasted a lot of money on different things, but mostly I just don't spend on it. Um, but then I was like, and I talked about this, I think last time there's like this revenue ceiling that I got to break through. And really the only way to do that is to get new customers in the door, you know, new people finding out about us. And the only way to do that is to become more present on the internet Yep. in our day and age. I mean, I could put ads in the paper, but Actually, I've done that too, and that's largely ineffective. So I really just think that social media presence is the main driver of, of business. I mean, think about that coffee company locations. that you discovered in, what, what was it, Texas? That was like, right. you were like going off on how amazing their social media was. Yeah, and they had this, they had a sponsored post, Thread? Two Rivers Two Rivers. Coffee. Of course, like, I'm never going to go there, right? So it's like, you could say, uh, what did that dude gain me a follower? I mean, if I'm them, I'm like, cool, here's a follower in upstate New York, but... I don't know if I ever get to New Braunfels, Texas. I, I know where I'm going. I think I said that before. Yeah. <laughs> My friend just moved to Houston mm-hmm. or something. And so I might be able to get out there, you know, sometime maybe. But uh, not the point. The point is <laughs> that you got you to gotta make these investments sometimes. And so we bit the bullet. We hired someone. I think I talked about this too before, how I was having my first meeting with him last week, and I did. And then yesterday they came to the shop for the first time and to produce, just to get some content starting out. We're doing a kind of a quick little turn, because like if it's monthly, if it's if it's a plan based on the month, we met like at the end of, of last month. And so it's a quick turnaround for this one. I think in the future it'll be a little more like prepared and, and, and thought out. Although there was nothing 
wrong with what we did yesterday. I think we just, we didn't have the opportunity to do as much as we might have been able to do in the future or like in a more opportune time. And what is this company doing? Like taking photos, taking videos, producing videos? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's our friend, Sarah, who, a new friend, Sarah, and her company is called Wave Marketing. It's, this is her background, but she's she's just kind of coming back on the scene with her own company, but she's been doing this work for a long time and even had her own company maybe five years or so ago and then closed it down for whatever reason, went to like work for someone else, has been doing this kind of work and now is coming back on the scene. So she is um, kind of an expert in like reels, creation, um, posts, and engagement, I think, those kinds of things. So like what I've basically, the package I have, she's going to be doing one reel a week for Storied. Cool. Um, Love it. And two posts a week. Love it. Now I say weekly, basically it's it's more of a monthly, it's like eight posts, no, eight photos with captions a month, four reels a month, but that just conveniently breaks down on a weekly basis yeah. if you think about it. But they don't have to all come out and like on the weekly basis. And you can do your own posting in between like exactly. if you have like a specialty drink or Right, yeah. Whatever. If there's like a, something that comes up, then we can do it. But there's no, I don't think I've posted in the last three weeks. You've reposted. Or longer. Yeah. Yeah, we always repost stories, but that, you know, that's. Our reel for House Coffee Podcast. And then, right, if someone else creates something, so that's dope. So I looked at the stats right before we hit record. So we did a video with, not to get off on a tangent, but no, we, we can go back to what you were talking about. This is in line. But um, we recorded a video um, with the new storied GE landline clock radio phone. The new vintage. The new vintage, <laughs> yes. Did you, that's what I did on the caption. And I mean, we're a small account. As of today, we have 200 followers. 200. That's it. So Which if you're not following us, 200 followers yes, on Instagram. That's true. Shout out to you if you're following us. But if you're not, get with the program or House Coffee Podcast on Instagram. Anyways, we had 1,700 Tell views <laughs> on, on that video. Sick. Which it went is, up like last week, right? Yeah. Not even a week. Not even a week. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, I think that's that's pretty darn cool for organic reach. Yeah, I think I was about 500 of those views, but no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> not quite. Well, you also reposted it to Storied. I mean, you, we collaborated with Storied, so that probably helped. Yeah, definitely. That's a good post, Because Storied has a good um, following. Well, what really got me was the comments. Like, all the, that one, as far as engagement, like, a, a lot of people liked yeah. the, the concept. And yeah. you just don't see that today, you know what I mean? Yes, I know. There's cool old stuff out there. Everyone's got a GE stove or or air conditioner kicking around, but like the cool old clock radios. Yeah. We got to make them thing. come. We got to make them a thing again. Yeah, well, I'm doing my part, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, watching a movie last night that I haven't seen since I was probably in high school. It's called That Thing You Do. Uh, it's a Tom Hanks movie, but it's like he wrote and directed it and he's in it. I don't know if there's other Tom Hanks movies that he wrote and directed, but this is a cool one. It's about this band in like the 60s that kind of blows up. They're like a one hit wonder kind of deal. And, um, but the, one of the guys in the band, he starts out working in his dad's appliance store in this, this is the, it's like 64, 1964. And there's this whole wall of all these clock radios. And I was just like, Whoa, it's a thing. Um, they weren't, none of them were obviously like GE or even any particular brand, but mm -hmm. it was just funny to see like, wow, this was really a thing back in the day. And I don't think any of the ones that I have are that old. I think they're more 80s and 90s. But except maybe the one, maybe the one that isn't, it's still got the f clock face on it, like the the arms. Oh, yeah. Um, and that one doesn't even actually, the clock works, the radio doesn't. So it's not plugged in. That was our old studio clock. No, no, no. That's the one that's actually a clock. This one is oh. also a clock radio, but one of the, I think the radio doesn't work. Okay. But point is the style of the face there, that was like more so what's in the, um, mm -hmm. all the ones, all the other ones I have are digital, but who knew that was like a whole thing, like a whole section in the store mm -hmm. in this movie. Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, cool. <laughs> it just threw me back. I was like, um, wow, look at them all. Is this person, the, so the person who is doing your marketing is not the same person who's doing the table toppers in Storied? No. Because I have a bone to pick with you about that. <laughs> look, I got nothing to say, all right? I'm there is another help. realtor's face oh my gosh. on those toppers. Call me out, dude. And I just don't want our audience to think that like there's a rift between us and our friendship because there's another realtor on those toppers. And I was sitting there having my breakfast with Brandon <laughs> and we were like, what the frig? Who is this joker? Just kidding. I've worked with him before. He's a really <laughs> nice guy. But also, what the frig? Look, I am not privy to what is placed in those toppers, right? So One would argue, though, it's your it shop. Yeah, and I made my choice. To advertise someone else. To advertise anything that this particular company that I was working with, and not even working, literally no cost to me. They said, oh, we have a free thing that we're doing. Can we do it here? I'm like, sure. If I don't have to say no, sometimes yeah. I don't. All right. All right. Just trying to help support the local economy, Maggie. All right. Which is more than I can say for you. <laughs> just What kidding. about supporting just your friend? Just kidding. <laughs> Look, you can sign up with, with, with WeSaveLocal.com and um, pay the... Probably exorbitant <laughs> advertising fee to have your face plastered on every tabletop in a in the local <laughs> <It's> cafe. <storied. laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's uh, a it's a, it's a that's that part's out of my hands, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So sorry, didn't mean to sorry, hurt your feelings. Sorry. Didn't know that. I don't even know if I knew a realtor was going to be in there. Versus, uh, uh, there's like a diamond company on the other one. So yeah, you know, I think it could have been anything. Yeah. They don't tell I me just, that up front. I just had to call you out. You know what? And you're so right. Um, but uh, I can't take it back for a year. So. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. But go to WeSaveLocal.com for a discount on storied coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Advertising. For, for 15% off your purchase of $25 or more <laughs> or something. I actually don't know the numbers, but it is that kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Working with a social media person. How would you do this? You, you tell me, all right? So a lot of companies, they hire social media people, right? And then either it's internal or it's somebody else just manages it for them. And then this is not the case with Two Rivers, right? I was impressed to find out they do all their own stuff. And I'm like, dang, that's, that's a lot of work and time. And like, they even told us their process. TJ reached out to them and they told him like how they do all that and it's it's in-house and it's impressive and there were a lot of words I didn't understand. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's not for me. But then other people hire this out. And I mean, there's something to be said, right, for this could be a whole podcast episode too. There's something to be said for authenticity. Yeah. Especially in our day and age. People want that authentic appearance. So you've seen my Instagram. Yeah. You know my voice. If somebody starts posting stuff with all of a sudden the pictures are pretty and like look <laughs> kind of professional and the caption is like a little bit light and fluffy and not wordy and not super like deep or trying to send a message, it's just like, here's our breakfast sandwich. Mm -hmm. You know, is that not going to stand out? Or is that like, does anyone going to care? Are you going to be like, oh, this is someone else is doing their social media all of a sudden? Here's what I think. You know I think what I mean? I'm trying first, to discern this line. People might assume at first that Christina is doing it. Because you, she, yeah. she has more of a light <laughs> <laughs> approach. Yeah, literally anyone has more of a light approach. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I'm friends with both of you, so I, I can tell the difference yeah. if something is posted between like who was the author. That's just me because I know both of you. And I'm like, oh, Rich definitely posted this or mm -hmm. Christine authored this. And I, I truly think, and I think most people who follow Storied and go to Storied know that you and Christine both monitor the account. So 
maybe though someone will just assume. I mean, they're going to listen to this podcast and obviously they're going to know, but True. Those, everyone, it's not even going to be a thing cuz everyone's going to hear this episode and just know exactly. Exactly. What's going on, so. But I think sure for those who it. are are like catching up, they might just they might just think, oh, oh, maybe Christine is is taking you know, more of a social approach with the account, and that's fine. And and even if not, I assume at some point with this person who's who's helping author things is sending them to you for your approval. Exactly. Which is the problem. So you can add, oh, yeah, you're right. That's the problem. That so he, is the problem. So here's why this Speaking came up. Speaking from experience <laughs> yeah, with see. this, with like the year long process it took for us That's to start right. this podcast. So I, I need, I need, Ooh, either I need. Oh, sorry, guys. That's funny. But it's true. Like I kind of <laughs> am speaking from experience. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, if you, if you hung on through um, us cracking up here. So he, that's the actual problem, though. Because I need a clean break. This is why this came yes, up. Yes, I They came in yesterday. And uh, she took all the videos and, like, all the posts. And it was cool. And we worked, you know, I was like, I basically, I don't care. Here's here's the reality of it. I don't actually care what gets posted in one sense. I'm like, I, I want you to feel the freedom to take photos of, of our food, make it look pretty. Here's the drinks. I'll make them up. Like, whatever. Here's, you know, what to call this thing. Like, I'll give you the information you need. But, like, you can present it better than I can. And the whole point is for me to be hands off. But then she's like, oh, so later on that night yesterday, she's like, Here's what do you think about this one being the first post and like send me the draft and the caption and I'm like suddenly mm. I needed to suddenly I'm like oh well if this if this is the first post anyone ever sees with this caption it's out of nowhere it's it just like come it's like a blindside of of don't don't overthink it no okay but look look so. Yeah, well, that's what I do. I'm overthinking it. <laughs> I know. And, I know. And so they're like, they're like, I'm like, all right, I don't even want to have to think about this. Mm-hmm. So I need, for me, I like need to draw this line in between the usual way I do things yeah. with story and like the content that's about to be coming out that's in this style. I'm happy for the content to change. I just. And don't tell me I'm overthinking about it, okay? Okay. Because I am, and I know that. So, yeah. so actually think about, try to get, try to think about where I'm coming from with this, if you can. I, in a world of, it, of authenticity, stuff like that feels, can feel a little inauthentic to me on one hand, but on another hand, it's social media. No one actually cares. They just want pretty pictures of good looking stuff yeah. that makes them hit the heart button. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the, ultimately the whole point is like, here's what we're selling. Come get it. That's really right. the point. So right. I don't really actually need to care what goes into this. I'm just trying to figure out how do I make this fit in with what has already, what is usually true on this on this particular Brand identity. I think this representation. This social media page. person needs to run her um, copy through the Rich Dictionary. <laughs> that could like just come up with a list of like twenty to twenty-five words that you use all the time, like vibe, uh, bro, dude, um, stoked, stoked. Epic. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, what are some other things that, that you say? Like when we can play bingo like, with all these yeah, words. <laughs> yeah, like a rich bingo, yeah. word bingo. And be like, sprinkle some of these words into the posts so it sounds more authentic to the, you know, author. Okay, I, I really appreciate that you said that, but I actually have a 
Different idea. Okay. I was going to say better idea. Okay. <laughs> I have a better idea, which is what if we do something that I don't think I've ever seen done, but I don't know. This could be a thing. What if we simply tell everyone that we have a social media manager and now yeah. we introduce them and say, hey, this is Sarah, our new social media friend. She has a marketing company. She is great at Reels and photos and content that we struggle to create. And so we are still going to maintain this account and have access to all the stuff and see your messages and whatever. But like, we're actually turning over the reins of this feed because we want you to get quality content from us, but we can't actually do that for you. And so Sarah's going to do that for us. And then literally draw this line in the sand where this point in time where we have said, here's our friend. The content you see from now on, it's mostly going to come from her with like some of our influence. And now, however it sounds, however it looks, everyone knows. Oh, it's this other person. Why do people need to know? Because there's no way that Sarah can take a rich dictionary and make, sprinkle in some words and still make it sound like me. And I wouldn't even want that. I wouldn't even want her to try. I would rather she be herself, do her own style and not even have to think exactly about what the storied voice quote unquote is. You know what I mean? So this actually frees her up to not even have to think about what I would say. And it frees me up from having to care how it's said. Problem solved. Done deal, dude. I actually think that is a good <laughs> that's idea. But I wanted to hear your, your Did you just come up with that? Or I thought you... of it last night and okay. I actually ran that by her first. I say do what works for you. That works for me. But And like this is what I tell my clients when they're like like about to make an offer on a house. Like you have to make the decision that will help you sleep at night. What <sighs> Yeah, seriously. You have to, you have oh, oh, to, <laughs> because if you are going to go to bed and you're going to lose sleep over the lack of quote unquote authenticity of your social media posts, because somebody else is authoring them and it will help you sleep at night and like just putting it out there that you're not doing it anymore, then that's what you have to do because that'll be true for your business. Same like I tell my clients, if, if you're okay with paying 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, whatever the price is, over asking price and they accept your offer, you have to be able to sleep at night knowing that you paid overpaid this much for the house. But if you have a limit and your limit is this amount and you could have gotten the house for 10,000 or 5,000 more, but you you went with the upper amount of your limit, you have to sleep at night and be okay with not getting the house if they don't choose your offer. So I run everything by the what helps you sleep at night filter. Cool. I just think, well, I, partly I don't know what to think. And that's why I, that's one of the reasons I bring it up, even though I'm pretty sure I'd, I'm going to do it this way. I wanted to get one No, I think reaction, it's a great, I, I think that's, go ahead. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. It's probably not what you want. You probably want to hear a definitive no. No, I don't know if there is. What I'm really asking is, have you seen anything like that before? No. Yeah. I, Me I personally, didn't, no. I didn't think so either. But most people that I can think of. try to mask things through their own dictionary. Yeah, see, I'm just like... And you I are trying to just own it. Be like, hey, we have someone else doing our social media. One of my early values... Because it's either that or nothing at all, which right now, nothing at all is not working for exactly. you. Exactly. So I'd even rather take... Because I, the whole point of this is to be hands off, right? Pay the money, like you mm-hmm. said, just bite the bullet, pay the money, just get it done. And because at the end of the day, I'm not a social, like I'm not out here trying to be a content creator. It's not my strong suit. Nobody's. We post like once every three weeks, and so we get engagement, but only because it's the first thing they've ever seen from us in in a hot minute. And so, I guess, I, so I don't know. You know, I, I could post every day and get get ten likes on something, and that would also not be. How helpful that would that be? I don't know. I don't know the difference there. But the point is that I don't even want to have to think about it, but I still need it to get done. And that is where you you just, there's no substitute for just paying the money for someone else to do it for you. Uh, the same thing as having staff. I would also say- the same like, thing as having a system. Yeah, go ahead. I think you should do that because that's what's going to work for you and your business and your time. But also, 
I would strongly suggest you still remain active in your stories because stories are for the people who already follow you. It's like you want to cultivate. I, know, I stalk a lot of stories <laughs> of people you that want, I don't end up following. <laughs> you want to cultivate and keep the relationships you already have. And one way of doing that is showing up regularly in your stories. So even if it's like, ter- like making a, a five second, 10 second video behind the bar or doing a photo of your new radio or your phone or something going on in your other gig, like people still want to see that. And then the, the, the page, like your feed where you have like your reels and your posts, that's for new engagement and that's for growing your audience. So if you think about it this way, your social media person is in charge for helping you grow your audience by putting content out on your reels and your page for the feed. And then your job is to stay engaged with the people who already know and love storied by showing up in stories once or twice a week. Dang. You can handle that. <laughs> can I? Uh, yeah. I don't even work also, there anymore. <laughs> also, literally all you have to do is like next time Oliver is in the shop, just take a picture of him and post him on your story. And like people will eat that up. Oh yeah. Ch- child exploitation. Yeah. I love that. Or have him like, just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do that. <laughs> it just, I don't know. I, I, that's actually, I do know it will help. No, you're so right. You're not, yeah, you're not wrong at all. I, that's good insight, you know? Wow, I didn't know we were going to get some social media insight on the end of this. Uh, and now that I have one. an unlimited data plan, I can be able to do that Dang, more. Dang, dude, I'm going to give you access to the account. I think you're going to be my new social uh, story person. Yeah, you've tried that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so that's, yeah. I can barely keep up with my own. I mean. Well, who knows? Now, who knows? sky's the limit. We'll see. This new this next mm-hmm. month is going to be the the month of Maggie. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. man. We're going to see reels in my car with Rich. Wow. We are, uh, I do. Oh my gosh. I do a lot of driving. Reels in my car with Maggie. Reels in my car with Rich. I love that. You have to do it now. Is that where I just, uh. No, reels in my van with Rich. Oh boy. Is that where I just, um, like reach down and pick up whatever random piece of trash is, yes. is, is on the yes. floor of the van. No, you like, can talk tell about the story of how no, that but got there. Rich, you talk about, oh my gosh, I'm so serious. Please do this. Last episode, you talked about how you were running around town doing all these gro- grocery runs, supply runs for the different um, workplaces. I would love it if you could just sit in your van and be like, Hey, or even if you don't even turn the camera on yourself, just just take a quick pic or a video of like what you just bought at the store and be like, supply run. And you do that. That can be a regular thing because you do that, what, every Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. Whatever. And just take a picture of the back of your van unfiltered and say, just did a supply run for this week. And then you don't have to call it reels in your van with Rich, but just think about it that way because people love to see behind the scenes things. I never thought that I would get the engagement I got from meals in my car with Maggie because in my mind, it's such a mundane thing, but it is a reality of my business that I eat the majority of my meals in my car because that is the life of being a busy realtor on the go. So... If I don't do it in a while, people will ask me, oh, I haven't seen you do meals in my car with Maggie in a while. What's going Girl, are on? are eating? And I'm like, they're <laughs> like, what's going on? Are, is everything okay? And I'm like, oh my goodness, people actually watch this. And so again, it's for the people who already follow you. I'm not trying to gain new followers by posting about my meal in my car. That's for the people who already follow me. My posts on my feed are for new followers to try to like net them in. I challenge you. Wow. 
Who oh. wants to see reels in my van with Rich? Throwing down the gauntlet, Please. Dude. If there's ever been a time to give feedback, now's the time. Who wants to see reels in my van with Rich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, all right. I mean, I'm not saying no, but where would I do that? My social account? Because I'm not really trying no, to story my social account. But like storied account? Yeah. Uh, Literally, maybe. you leave the, you're in the parking lot of Restaurant Depot. Take a picture of what you just purchased and be like, here's our supplies for the week. And then going to drop them off, r- doing my supply run. That's interesting to people because aye, that's aye, peeling aye. back the curtain. <laughs> that's inviting someone to pull up a chair with you and be a passenger in your van of your business. I could have the camera like in the passenger seat. <laughs> Point of view. Yeah. <laughs> your passenger yeah. in my van. Going to the restaurant store. <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> well, that's that's a thought. That's an interesting idea. I think you should do it. Well, maybe we'll start out small with our new social media manager and find out okay. find out where that goes. <laughs> Just don't you, overthink it. Yes, I know that's what retain. I say. It's easier said than done. I overthink a lot of things, but it's it's really not complicated. I don't know if you're in the right industry, Maggie. I think maybe uh, it's content creation, social media, and uh, and self help. It's just it's all <laughs> about. It's really where you're crushing it these days. So uh, I think we got to wrap this thing, dude. Yeah, we do. I didn't even get to tell you where I'm where I'm working now. I know, but that you, second you will. store that I'm driving to driving yeah. to the uh, the old depot. I think for. that deserves a maybe next time a section of its own. Yeah, on the next episode. I had I had a couple goals for today. One was to not use the word burnout. Check. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we talk about it for several episodes, and the other was not to say um or uh. Okay, but I definitely didn't. My goal for today was to figure out a way to squeeze Becca's name into the podcast because I'm pretty sure we've said her name every single episode. Not every episode, but a lot of them. Yeah. So check. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) And and then I also wanted to not say, it's interesting because, and I'm pretty sure I didn't do that. Okay, okay. I'm two for three. Okay, nice. Today. Nice. All right. This well, this was a good episode. Uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging out. This was yeah. just a little bit of just uh, trying to not be so focused yeah. on the downsides. The this downsides. Is, this is this was a lighter episode, and hopefully, our audience, you listener here, can relate to the roller coaster that we as creators and small businesses have. And, and right now, it's on an upward, right? Yeah. Upward trajectories all around. The year of storied, the year of Maggie. The month of Maggie. The month, the month but of Maggie. But you can have the whole year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Catch you next time. Peace out. Later. Later.